Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. And my name is Sasha. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, Sasha. How are you today? <laughs> I'm feeling like a Thanksgiving furry turkey. I want to pretend that I'm part turkey, part Sasha. Part turkey, part Sasha. I also sense a tinge of a cold or a head cold or a nasal thing or something going on. And I know you're not sick. You're just using this because I secured a cart from Shop and Stop. I have it at my house all ready to push you in the turkey trot on Thursday. You're and you're right. going. I, you're right. I, um, I do feel stuffed up, but I knew you wouldn't believe that it was real. I knew you'd think it was an excuse for the turkey trot. But, it's you know, there were years when I lived in New York City, when you lived in New York City, I would get sick Thanksgiving through, like, January. And I guess I'm just... I realize this is coming, even though you know, the weather's been nicer lately, but I realize this is just coming right when it's supposed to. I get sick around this time of year every year. So every year. So basically that's your built-in excuse is what you're saying, that well, you're too happens, sick to be pushed in a car down the street. Right. It happens almost every year, but maybe it is somehow psychosomatic and it's just because the overwhelm of like, should I go to the Macy's Day Parade and stand out there in the freezing cold in the rain or not. And so maybe it just developed psychosomatically. I don't really know. All right. So no turkey trot is what you're saying. I'm just no going to be pushing trot. an empty shopping cart unless I can pick up a random stranger along the way who wants exactly. a ride. Maybe you'll find a hobo, as we discussed, or a bum. Those words that we can't use anymore. But maybe you'll find one of them or someone dressed still as one of them from Halloween in the 1980s. Maybe someone's <laughs> still walking around. So if they're still dressed like that from the 1980s as a hobo and bum, am I to assume that they are a hobo and bum or that they're yeah. just a method? Exactly. They're just a person who really liked that Halloween costume 40 years ago, and they're still dressed in it. And you could get them in the shopping cart. That would actually be, um, I think, a good look. And it would look like, oh, look, there's Paul from Community Service. I mean, Community News doing a community <laughs> service, picking up someone. And then, of course, they'd write about you and say how great you are and what a hero you are for doing that. Then it would come out it's not a real homeless person. It's just someone from the 80s in a hobo or bum Halloween costume. And then suddenly everybody would be mad at you and think like you, you know, you you took all this praise, but it was just someone in costume. That is perfect. So I do want the praise and I'm praying that they don't find out. So do I go to essential casting or do I we ask our vast array of hobo listeners if anybody wants a ride, which I, I don't know which I should go to. I'm uh, willing to take my chance about getting that false praise. Because the praise will be so good right at the beginning that who cares right. if it's First, taken it's away. Like, um, it's almost going to be like Dear Evan Hansen, you know, how he was the hero at first. And then everyone found out that he didn't really know the guy. Or there's something else where it's similar to that. I never too. saw Dear Evan Hansen. And now you ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Thanks a lot. Sorry. Spoiler alert, community news people. But wait, let me think. There's a TV show or something where it's like that, too, where someone, you know, people mistakenly assume that the person did a good thing, but they didn't really do a good thing. It's a plot of every movie. sitcom ever written from That's I Love Lucy true. on. Right. It's like every Three's Company episode. But it's, uh, you know, it's like it is a funny concept that they write it over and over. But it's not like I can't think of that happening in my life. Has it happened in yours where someone mistakenly thought you did like a giant good deed? It got publicized everywhere and it wasn't your fault. You weren't trying to push it, but everybody wrote it and then you just didn't correct it. And then someone found out it was never true. Never, never anything happened. giant like that. 
But I, I did have a conversation recently with someone and <clears throat> they were telling me about a childhood trauma that was going on. Why? Do and, they think Ruth? Right, exactly. So, no, it was nothing like that. We were just talking. I was, they were talking about a childhood trauma. And I accidentally um, burped while they were going on. And no I way. said, oh, I'm so sorry. And they was like, don't worry about it. The trauma was okay. I've survived. I was like, no, I'm just sorry I burped in your face. That was so. Oh, they didn't actually hear the burp. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I think so, it's funny that because you're so into your own therapy, people feel that they should share with you, um, you know, as if yeah. you're a therapist. Let me put it out there to the public. You don't need to share anymore. Don't worry. I don't need to hear it. It's fine. It's you okay. You don't bring everybody's story. Right, exactly. In the Thanksgiving spirit, keep it to yourself. That's all I have to say. <laughs> no so. trauma dumping. <laughs> no, that's a new term. <laughs> I didn't know that. That is a new term. And, um, I learned about it on the magical uh, app called Clubhouse uh, a few months ago, which I haven't gone on in months. But <laughs> they all talk about trauma dumping, trauma dumping, trauma dumping. And then the other day I was looking at my phone and somehow an article came up about trauma dumping, what it is and how not to do it and whatever. And I was thinking, this is totally something millennials invented. And it's so millennial behavior because it's basically saying that – don't just talk to an unsuspecting person about something that might trigger them, you know? So like you should never just talk about anything like heavy that happens in your lives. I'm like, we're going backwards. Cause that was the 1950s, 60s, seventies, eighties. Finally in the nineties, Oprah made it that people could talk about upsetting things. And now these freaking millennials are calling that trauma dumping and, you know, saying you should just have light conversation. I'm like, really? You people are sending us back to the 1950s. This is why my list of people I talk to is shrinking very rapidly. It includes you and basically no one else at this point, because I'm afraid that everything I say will, in fact, trigger somebody because I cannot keep my mouth shut about anything. Well, me neither. I mean, it's not that I can't. I don't want to. Like, it took me years to be able to actually talk about Real shit's happened in my life. Now that's called trauma dumping? Fuck you. Now I want to trauma dump on everyone. I want to go up to them and just be like, hi, I'm Sasha, and tell them the most traumatic things that have ever happened in my life, like first off the bat. Now, will you do that at Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday night? Will you trauma dump? Are there going to be anybody there that you can dump on, or is it just the four of you hanging out? The people, we have um, uh, one of my son's good friends and mother coming, and they know me well enough. There's no, there's no like traumas they don't know about. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been a good Thanksgiving. Well, perhaps on Friday when the town is having its giant Black Friday sale on Main Street, you can go down there and trauma dump on somebody down there. That's amazing. But I also just got an amazing idea, Paul. I, I really, I was telling you, I need a new project to get excited about. And you just helped me think of it. You and I need to pitch some venture capitalists on a trauma dumping app. There isn't one yet. We could become the Google of trauma and trauma dumping. We could become the Facebook of trauma dumping. It's just a trauma dumping app where people go on it because now that people can't tell their bad stuff to anybody, they can go on the app and have like a confessional and you know, it, on the other side, you have people that just want to listen to people's bad shit because it makes them feel better about their day. So like every time 
someone is ready to give a trauma dump, they put it, they hit the app and it connects them to someone who wrote like between two and five, I'm open to hearing anyone's traumas. Oh, I love it. So there'll be a a dumper and a dumpy. It's such a 2021 idea. Like that's the problem. We haven't hit something that's really right on the mark. Like, you know, trauma dumping is this new term that probably only 10% of the people we know even know. Should I so should I discuss this with dumping. the 522s to see if they're interested or not? Don't they'll probably steal it. Yeah, they're shady. Right. Um, we need to go to real tech venture capitalists. But don't you think this could be big? Everyone's Huge. got traumas and everyone wants to talk about it to someone. And this way, you don't have to see the person face to face. You could just hear a voice going, I'm so sorry. Now, if this app and when this app becomes to fruition, will you still be calling me and trauma dumping on me or will you be doing it on the app at this point? I just want to know. Do you think that our whole relationship (laughs) has been me trauma dumping on you this whole time? I wouldn't say that. Only 194 of the 195 episodes. That's all. Oh, (laughs) now I feel bad. See, I think if you're real friends, I don't consider it trauma dumping. I consider it sharing what's going on in life. Oh, I got it. Only tell you butterflies and rainbows? Yes, only butterflies and rainbows from now on. Okay, from now on, when I talk to you, I'm going to be like, I saw a turquoise butterfly with pink dots on it and black stripes. How is your day? (laughs) Will you be singing it like that also? That's how you'll be conversing with me from now on? I'm going to become Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to be like a magical little pixie fairy girl who talks about happy things and it's so melodious as you say that it comes out of me in a sing-songy way now will you be ho- uh, snow white dressed as a hobo in the 80s or just snow white snow white how are you going to be prancing around town in snow white is this a whole new sasha or is this just for me just for you. Oh, so no one else will be able to have this is what you're saying. Yeah, don't you think? Or would you – do you think I should be that for everyone? Let's face it. I can't keep that up 24-7. But I can <laughs> you couldn't even keep it up with me for a <laughs> I could do it for the short intervals though, you know. But back to trauma dumping, it's just such a funny word. Yes. I would love – it would be so cool if we had some kind of app technology out there already. It would be so cool to hear how many – trauma dumps are happening at people's Thanksgiving dinners, how many of the attendees are trauma dumping, like what percentage of it, or, you know what I mean? I'm kind yeah, of now who come, who is the one who calls in? This is where I'm confused. Is it the person who's offended by the trauma or is it the person who's telling the trauma? Well, That's... I was thinking it would be the person who needs to tell someone about their trauma. So instead oh. of telling the whole table, oh, I got gotcha. you call out the app. And then there's, there's just people who like to hear other people's bad news. Cause misery loves company. Perfect. You know, perfect. So by, you know, in a week's time, we should have this up and have a billion subscribers. I know and that'll be it. We can take over for Facebook. Let's face it. They're having issues. They're renaming it and all that and trying to rebrand it. We could take over because a lot of Facebook is trauma dumping. Let's face it. If right. we really accept that as a term and what it is, that's what a lot of Facebook is. Like it's a lot of essays about bad shit happening in people's lives. Don't you think? Absolutely. That's all it is. I, I want I, it to be rainbows and butterflies that are turquoise with pink it, spots it, exactly. and brown stripes. That's all I and, want. And also lollipops. People sometimes <laughs> say rainbows and lollipops, but I don't know why. I don't think of lollipops as a super happy candy, do you? I don't think it's happy because you're not doing it in a sing-song voice right now. Had you been doing it in a sing-song <laughs> voice, then it would be better. 
But do you think lollipop, like I would say Kit Kat, rainbows and Kit Kats and Twix bars. No, rainbows and Reese's. You got to keep it alliterative. It's such a zinger with that peanut butter. But rainbows and lollipops, why do people say that? Lollipops are not really very good. They're sort of like blithy, like a bland taste. I think of lollipops as a sad candy because they always give it to you after you get shots. Or after something, you know, a bad doctor's appointment, they give you a lollipop. I think of it as a very sad candy. I only think of it as an owl telling me how many licks it takes to get to to the center (laughs) of a Tootsie Roll pop. That's all I think of that. You think of lollipops. Do you think of that as a happy candy? I have never even contemplated that before in my life. (laughs) Until right now. But when you really break it down, it's not a particularly happy candy. So Because when they always say rainbows and lollipops... Well, it depends who's licking the lollipop in what situation they're licking the lollipop in. It could be a very happy situation. Well, no, but I'm not going there. But I'm saying, like, why not say something everyone loves? Chocolate. Rainbows and chocolate. Rainbows and chocolate. Sounds better. Rainbows and Reese's. That's all Anyway, we're way off of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I have no idea where we're going. Anyway. We are... Black Friday sale on Main Street on Saturday night, just so everybody knows, the high school athletic awards dinner in the uh, auditorium at the school. If any of your kids have won an award or do for award or played a varsity sport, it's uh, this Saturday night at the gym starting at 630. So the last hurrah for high school athletes to ever get praised for from here on, you're just going to the gym and trying not to get fat. You know, I'm getting trauma jumped by you talking about high school athletes and getting fat by not playing anymore. I just want you to know that. Olympic bound. This is our our college, you know, they're going to play in college. This is the last chance for every regular Joe to act as if they have special athletic prowess. Right. So make sure to go praise them this Saturday night. I forgot to mention this Thursday after the turkey trot, 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh, before everybody's going to hunker down and eat is the uh, parade. If you want to go see it, it's on Main Street. Uh, Sasha will not be there because she's sick. I will not be there because I hate parades and peoples, but go enjoy it if uh, you're in town. Paul likes people more than he likes to admit. He's a people person. (laughs) You're trauma dumping me now. People person who pretends he's not a people person. Exactly. That's exactly what I... And everyone loves Paul. Whatever rooms he walks into, everyone lights up with a big smile. Oh, that's so nice. No, it's because you were there next to me, and they're actually looking at you, and they have no interest in me whatsoever. So, I don't think so. So that's what it comes down to. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, community. Um, happy Thanksgiving, Sasha. And that wraps up this community news. I am going to practice turkey trotting with my cart. I hope everybody keeps a little hangman list of how many trauma dumps happen at the Thanksgiving dinner. Keep a little, you know, notepad and mark it off so that we can hear from you. And we will be sharing ours on next Tuesday's show. Sasha, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you next Tuesday. Dinners for ours. I'll see you next Tuesday, Paul. All right. Take care, everybody. Love you, community. See you next week. Bye.